Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Age of Radio. Have you been, man? Yeah, how have you been? Fine. Anything yeah. fun the past I couple mean, weeks? <laughs> I, I mean, not so much. I mean, what's, uh, man, probably the most exciting thing was that, so my parents uh, subscribe on my, my Amazon Prime. They subscribe to uh, BritBox. Oh. And BritBox is a uh, channel that, you know, gets shows from the UK. Now, predominantly they use it to watch like british detective stories because they're like, just like, like murdoch obs- mysteries and all those or, yeah, yeah things like that like vera and you know we each kind of watch father brown but they love those things now i convinced myself hey let's restart doctor who because that's a good decision and completely <laughs> completely worth my time which it is. It is. But, <laughs> that sounded like Steve saying, like, oh, yeah, we finished Supernatural. We totally do not regret <laughs> spending an entire year watching Supernatural. <laughs> so um, totally when I was looking. watching Supernatural. <laughs> exactly. So when I, when I was looking up, like, older Doctor Who, because the newer stuff, it starts with uh, David um, Eccleson, who is the, uh, the ninth Doctor. Yeah. Then I found out that BritBox has all of the classic Doctor Who, Mm -hmm. starting from 1963 with the first Doctor. And so I was just, like, stupidly excited about that. Nice. That's probably the most exciting thing uh, that has (laughs) kind of gone down. Um, Aside from finals are next week, and then... Christmas vacation. You're talking about the World Cup finals, right? Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. That's that's what I'm yeah. having my students take their test of. I mean, you you were talking about Britbox, so I assume. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, we uh we finally wrapped up Supernatural. <laughs> yeah. 15 seasons not... and 320 something episodes and I think it, it ended need... with child trafficking. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure at the end Sam kidnapped a young boy and raised him son? in his image. Is nope. it his son? Is because his son? we never we, see yeah, a wife. I'm, yeah, we never oh, see no, a you wife. Know what, you know what? No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Sorry. It's not his son. It's it's the woman that he was with. It's her boy. The woman he was with. Which, which, right? which demon the are mom? we talking about, Drew? Yeah, which demon are we talking about? I swear, I think, if I remember correctly, I thought it was the woman that he was dating, but he, like, started, like, separating himself from because things were getting oh, too dangerous. the veterinarian. No, she didn't have a kid. Okay, I don't know then. I can't remember. Yeah, All he kidnaps yeah, a that. child, names uh, uh, it Dean, he, and raises it Exactly, he just shows up with a kid, <laughs> names it Dean, uh, raises him as his ward, and then, you know... He he grows up to look like a weird mix of Sam and Dean. What as Sam dies uh, in horrible, horrible old man makeup. 
Oh, wait, wait, wait. Are you talking about the kid who turns into an angel? No, no, no that was Jack. That was Jack. His, That's right. Uh, he's a Nephilim. I can't His remember. His dad is Satan. <laughs> oh. His mom was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah spoilers, yeah, spoilers, spoilers. Yeah. Guys, it's a fucking stupid show. Get over it. <laughs> no, it's... Okay, I, I genuinely oh, every, like Supernatural. at season six, because yeah, season six is insufferable. Season seven's all right. When you they bring it, brought in the <laughs> Leviathans, that was all right. And it gives you just enough hope to keep going until you just... So, so what about the last uh, six seasons, babe? Oh, my God. I, uh, uh, here, here's the thing. It's it went too long, <laughs> and if it's a and if it's a supernatural, okay, literally, it's a show about supernatural things. Why did you not keep it with the supernatural theme? It should have had thirteen seasons, and yeah. that's even too much. <laughs> thirteen seasons and six hundred and sixty six episodes. Wait, that's twice as much. Yeah. What are you saying, Steve? <laughs> it's just a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. It is. You're right, Steve. Should have been six seasons, sixty-six episodes. There, there you go. go. You see, nailed it. Yeah, but no, it should have been about the monsters. They gave up on the monsters way too easy because they had lazy fucking writers and drama's <laughs> easy to write. They rehash <laughs> the exact same plots like seven or eight times. Oh, of course they, of course they do. Of course yeah. they do. Like, how many times can Sam get butt hurt that Dean <laughs> doesn't trust him? And like, how many how many times is Dean gonna go rogue? And Sam just can't handle it. And oh God, we we lost mom, and we have childhood trauma. Hey, look, mom is back. Oh. Hi, Jack. Bye, mom. Look. Oh no. Look, the mom coming back oh and not giving two flying fucks about her yeah. sons. She basically that pulled a Gandalf for like three seasons, she where it's really like, I gotta do it my was own hilarious. thing. And then she fucked Bobby. That's right. <laughs> Not just Oh, Bobby, it was just it was just so <laughs> funny that like, you know, they they want this relationship and she's all like, "Yeah, I'm going to go." <laughs> <laughs> right? I have to go find myself. I'm sorry, supposedly all of your motivation is your children and you have to go? Oh, no, no. man. And that that that's I what they think. <laughs> that that right. you know, the, the mom that died when she was, you know, 26 or whatever and just had a couple of shits running around. That's that's the image burned in their mind when really like Literally, if, literally if, burned. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally burned. burned in those opening credits for the first three seasons. But, uh, but you know what? Now. I will give Supernatural. They they have opening credits fucking nailed. It's just that. Yeah, it's right. Done. Right. The, it's a nice little flash, and then and then it's done. Now, are you gonna watch? Are you gonna watch the Winchesters? No. Oh no! I, I didn't even think oh, it was no. out until it was like, oh wait, they've already released like six episodes. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna totally watch it because I'm just intrigued. I'm intrigued to see what happens. And frankly, I would love to see a young whoever they ha- are gonna get to play a young Bobby because Bobby is hands down in my top three characters. Bobby it's, is a great is he, character. It's Zach Galifianakis He's a great character. or something. <laughs> Balls. <laughs> Actually, yeah. that's that's not that's not right? too bad. I just think he's a little. I think he's a little pudgy uh, to play a, a young Bobby. Mm, I mean, hey. maybe, maybe, maybe. We'll see. Why couldn't Bobby have lost weight when he got older? Maybe, Bobby, you have cancer. <laughs> <He forgot laughs> oh, no, that's why Bobby had to die three or four times. Wait. <laughs> To, to make sure the cancer didn't come back. <laughs> yeah, 
Look, cancer can survive a resur- at least one resurrection. You got to give it to at Hillary. least one resurrection. You're you're like the guy who runs around in the South Park episode saying, "We found the cure for AIDS. You just have to use all your money." And yeah. he's just yelling at all like the the homeless, you know, people in Africa. <laughs> like you just have to use all your money. <laughs> Jesus, uh, fantastic. <laughs> so anyway, we're talking about supernatural, right? <laughs> yeah, we're supernatural. Welcome to the supernatural minute. Steve's gonna blow his brains out. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay because I'll come back next season. Nah. Let's see what he did there. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay, okay, so when we got into like season 13, 14, they're bringing back people from like season two. But because we've been because yeah, well, because we've been binging it, it's like, wait, am I? Is it supposed to be the chick for blah blah blah? And it's like, oh shit, that was like eleven years earlier. <laughs> you know, for right. us, it was like four months. But right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> some of the guest appearances, I was really kind of uh, surprised by, like the um, the girl who's like obsessed with Sam, and she desperately like wants to marry him because she was oh, like the, the fan ultimate whatever, fan, right? yeah, the yeah, fan yeah. club. Yeah, so Chuck's it girlfriend. didn't even. It didn't even occur to me that is the girl from Ginger Snaps. Yeah. I don't know why it didn't even occur to me. Oh. Like, the first time I saw it, I was like, holy shit. Because she's oh. so wholesome in this. Drew, Drew, you know the the, the blonde chick that um, kind of becomes a hunter or whatever with them and is raised by the, the, the Sheriff the Mills sheriff. or yeah. whatever? That's oh, Catherine yeah, yeah. Newton from Freaky and Detective Pokemon or De- Detective Pikachu or whatever. And I was like, get the fuck out of here, really? Ah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what she did to get those roles. Exactly. See, stuff like that, I think that's fun. I think it's fun when you can have like random little guest appearances and they play like a, a monster at the time or like the local reverend. I think stuff like that is fun. Yeah. That's that's neat. Yeah, you see, like, Linda Blair show up for a random episode right. in, like, the early seasons, blah, blah, blah. Exactly. Felicia Day does her <laughs> once yeah. a season or whatever. And see, and that's, oh, God, the whole, the the thing with Felicia Day was, oh, it was fine. It was it was cute, yeah. but it was not, it, it was, was not, right. like, what I thought it was going to be. But, I mean, like I said, like, little guest appearances, that's what makes it worthwhile. I mean, like, you know, watching but, Star Trek, there's yeah. plenty of them. So, on that note, my biggest fucking quarrel with all of Supernatural... Rowena? Oh, even bigger quarrel than that. (laughs) No Jeffrey Coombs. Oh, that's true. Oh, shit. You're right. Man, why wouldn't he have been We watched a year of this fucking show for no Jeffrey Coombs. (laughs) No Lovecraft? He definitely should have been on that. Oh, yeah. I mean, for some reason... I can already picture him in my mind with big black eyes. Like, you know who he should have been? He should have been the consistent uh, Crossroads demon. Yeah. Yes. Or one of the 18 deaths. The uh, Whatever. Oh, you know what? I, I think the guy that the original death. Oh, yeah. I, I think he was perfect. Oh, he was spectacular. Yeah. yeah we were. Because, I mean, if, if you want death, you want someone who looks like they're already on death's door, but then you kind of have to have to feel bad because that's just how he actually looks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Did, oh, didn't he pop up in the murder she wrote? We, we watched, watched the very first episode. <laughs> yeah. the and we're pilot, like, oh shit, it's death. The pilot for murder she wrote, and he looked like that in the exact day, nineteen eighty two. Yeah, it's just it's just his look. It's yeah. just his look. It's kind of like the lady. Um, so I forget her name, but in um, James Wan's Dead Silence, 
Oh, the old lady, the Shay. lady who plays Mary Shaw. Yeah. Right. That's just how she looks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Look, that and way since the seventies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like she's in this movie called the last thing Mary saw. And, uh, I mean, she looks, I mean, it's a couple of years later, obviously after dead silence, but she looks the same. She looks exactly the same. Just, just a little few more wrinkles. Yeah. No, nothing ever changes for her. <laughs> yeah. You know, Kingpin. <laughs> that's right she was the landlord <laughs> oh, it's been a while since i've seen kingpin oh, it's been hours um oh, oh okay okay i'm gonna throw it right here the true mvp of supernatural yeah uh-huh dj qualls bah, 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 bah. oh yeah and then his whole like werewolf arc yeah what the like... fuck was that <laughs> and then he's the only happy character in that whole yeah, goddamn show that's why i like him so much hmm <laughs> <laughs> yeah his story's a little stupid but he's happy yeah he's happy That's all that he's matters. actually good at what he fucking does even I mean, before he turns yeah. into a werewolf he was a very good hunter yeah they went to him for help that's right yeah yeah <laughs> all right anyway let's get on this <laughs> <laughs> Continuing Jean Claude Van January. Yeah! With 2016's Kickboxer Colon Vengeance. Ugh, Colon Vengeance! <laughs> uh, I think you just say Kickboxer Vengeance. But, uh, colon Vengeance! Uh, no! <laughs> don't pull that finger! <laughs> but babe. 
see. We are not alone for this one. Oh, we're not? Uh, we're not. We uh, we had to bring back the one, the only, Drew from the Real Feels Podcast. Welcome, <laughs> Drew! <laughs> Woo! Do you know how much I had to hold it in for colon vengeance? <laughs> <laughs> colon vengeance! Shit boxer, colon vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Drew, was this your first time watching this movie, or had you seen it before? This was my first time. What? (laughs) Wait, but you had seen 1989's (laughs) Kickboxer before, right? Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. Of course. I mean, I I have that dance. (laughs) I have that dance down. Oh, shit. It's very awkward. (laughs) Oh, oh, look, look, he's doing it on the video. Uh, uh, it's a shame we don't post videos. (laughs) Holy crap, he's doing the splits. And he never got up again. Drew is a doppelganger for Jean Claude Van Damme. Oh, yeah. It's true. It's true. Not many would actually notice uh, the definite split frames between myself and Jean on set, but uh, for for decades now, um, I've been body doubling for Van Damme. Oh, so amazing. (laughs) Must be a good gig, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about you guys, but. I'm a little thirsty. Oh, that's weird. I'm a little sober. Oh. <laughs> well, let's see. Uh, Drew, are you drinking anything on your end? I do. I do. I have a little eggnog with some bourbon. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I like the bourbon. Not gonna lie. Not a fan of eggnog. <gasps> that's fine. More for me. More right. for you. I don't know. There's something about thick, viscous, egg-based uh, concoctions <laughs> I'm not into. <laughs> that's right. Uh, <laughs> so on our end, uh, I mean... <laughs> We're talking about the muscles from Brussels this month, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we got to have a Belgian beer. Uh, we have from Stella Artois, their Leger, uh, or Leger. I'm not sure how you're supposed to, uh, L, E with a thing, G, <laughs> E with a thing, R, E, Leger. Lager. 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 As I got legs for Jean-Claude Van Damme. Ooh, babe. <laughs> When do you think uh, uh, Stella Artois was founded? Oh, is it like 1045? 1366. Woo! So, yeah, was that 650 so no years? So it's no Vinnish Snuffer? No Let's see. Wait, is this 3.2? What? No. Okay. Alcohol content not more than 3.2%. Boo! Oh, shit. <laughs> well, well, we'll make up for it later. This damn Utah Belgian beer. How old is this bottle? Did we buy this before? Oh. Uh, whoa. best before. Uh, what is this? October nineteenth, twenty twenty one. It's still good. It's it's, it's, <laughs> it's still good. It's, oh, it's one of those. It's only a enough. year old. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. yeah, no big deal. Uh, my top. Ah, hey, he's top. <laughs> nice. Ooh. It's got carbonation. That's a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's worse when you like pop the top off and it just goes. Womp, womp. <laughs> And I hate it when there's a French horn in my beer. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Look at Belgian, you know, Belgian beer. And it's the so tinny. This is a crystal clear beer. Very, very pale. Light straw has a color. Bright white foamy head. <laughs> very effervescent. Lots of tiny bubbles dissipating quickly. Tiny bubbles dissipating quickly. Oh, this is light struck. Yeah, there's a little. Uh, you, the aroma is, you know, when you're driving down the freeway and the guy in front of you hits a skunk. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. I'm going in for a little sip here. <laughs> He's going in for the sip. 
Does that taste the way it smells? Man, I do not recommend uh, drinking this beer. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, if you do, do it before the Best Buy date. Apparently, that's when oh, it turns no. into. Uh, we were wrong. Yep. We uh, were horribly wrong. <laughs> question: Should I offer some to the dog? Oh God, uh, no, no! Be what, why do you want to weaponize the dog? You already kicked him in the balls. Yeah. Don't give him <laughs> that. Hell, babe. Well, he actually technically doesn't have balls. I kicked him in the dick. Oh, uh, that's not Poor much buddy. better. <laughs> Poor buddy. I didn't mean to. Yeah, sorry guys. We let that one uh, age like a fine wine. Um, I'm going to go toss this milk. in the sink. <laughs> oh, here. You want to take the rest of this bottle yes. and do that too? You guys don't. <laughs> uh, speaking of letting things age, uh, Kickboxer Vengeance 2016 from director John Stockwell. Who's he, Steve? Oh, I'm glad you asked you. Uh, let's see. He directed Crazy Beautiful. Blue Crush, Into the Blue, Teresa's. Okay, with these first four movies, it's like, all right, he filmed the movies at the beach. Good for him. Okay, so Teresa's the the horror film. Yeah, with uh, was it Mia Jovovich and uh, yeah, Smith the Elephant oh no 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 or no no. Or... no no no. I think the one with Mia the Jovovich is like it's called like the Perfect Vacation or something. A Perfect Getaway. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's it. They came out around the same time, I think. And yeah, yeah. Teresa's is where like you have a bunch of Americans going to uh, an island resort and they're partying and they're party hardy and they get drunk one night and they realize that like all their stuff's been taken, their passport's been taken and they're soon like kidnapped and they're going to be sold for whatever reason. And they have to try and get out alive for for money. Drew, (laughs) that's what they're sold. Money, money. That's what it is. Uh, Money. (laughs) We give you the people and we get their money or the Coke. Yeah. All right. So gentlemen, (laughs) You have a, a modest budget oh, no. for a movie. You get to film at any location and you can pick one star. Everything else is assigned to you. Wait, what kind of movie? Are oh, do we get to pick the kind of movie too? Yeah, yeah. You're making your modest oh, film. Uh, let's see. Horror movies are the but easiest like saying, to embezzle. He, he was picking um, movies um, based on the beach. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. Okay, okay. I mean, think about who you get to pick your star. Could be actor or actress. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Okay. Is the founder of Stella Artois. <laughs> <laughs> so Steve's shooting at a brewery. That's right. Shooting at a brewery. <laughs> but in real life, it only makes Imperial Stouts. <laughs> How about you, Drew? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you know what? I, I just want, like, Tom Savini to be a creepy Halloween shop owner. Oh, yeah. There we go. And secretly at night he goes out in in his variety of costumes that he's trying to sell and he's just you know a serial killer Ooh. okay how about you babe where are you filming hmm. who's your star hmm. hey, why is it jason statham, <laughs> jason jason statham, statham on the and beach. a blonde curly wig <laughs> <laughs> me statham on the beach have you uh have you seen uh was it blue lagoon <laughs> What? Oh. Uh, okay. Uh, but he directed more. After Teresa's, he did four episodes oh, of The what? L Word, which Steve has seen all <laughs> the of. Colon yeah, there was a time. Uh, Cat Run, whatever that is. Killer in the Family. Seal Team Six: Colon the Raid of Osama bin Laden. Oh no! The raid. The colon raid. <laughs> That's right. The colon raid. 
<laughs> in the time before Gaddafi. No. Um, Kid Cannabis, In the Blood, Cat Run 2, hmm. Countdown, This, and Babe, we've also seen them when he did after this, Armed Response. Do you remember that one? The Wesley Snipes in a, in a movie? It, 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 it was one where it was like, he was like the only star and he, I don't know, he led like a, I think he was like a mercenary or something like that or eh, whatever. It was a, hmm. But John Stockwell, he was a fairly famous actor in the 80s and early 90s. No Dean Stockwell. I know. Uh, he, no, not, not Dean Stockwell. <laughs> yeah, no, no. In fact, I'm pretty sure they're not related, but didn't double check. Uh, he was Spider in Losing It. Mm-hmm. He was Dennis in John Carpenter's Christine. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. And uh, Cougar in Top Gun. Hey! Yeah, one of the guys in the background that also had smiles. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. He was dressed as a 40-year-old woman picking up 20-year-olds at the yeah. bar. <laughs> you never close your eyes. <laughs> but screenplay by Dimitri Logothetas. Logothetas. Who's he, Steve? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, he wrote Slaughterhouse Rock, this, and then directed the sequel, uh, Kickboxer Retaliation, which everyone should check out as well, and Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah! Uh, Apparently, he also has some upcoming movies, uh, Kickboxer Armageddon. um, Oh, there's more! (laughs) How dare you! (laughs) <laughs> no that just means i have to buy more of them because i have oh, all yeah, the yeah. other ones <laughs> yeah well they haven't started filming yet um but apparently the other one coming up is gunner i think i talked about this on another episode when it was under a, a different name Gunner, it's a documentary about dumb kids names <laughs> oh no yeah. <laughs> I, I think it was something like a kid get the son gets kidnapped and the father has to go save him or something like that. And explain why he named his child Gunner? Probably. (laughs) Oh, jeez. By the way, Drew, have I invited you to the the group That Name is a Tragedy? No. Because I feel like as a teacher you would really enjoy it. Oh, please, please do. I can add so many names. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, when I'm off my current Facebook ban, I'll invite you. Central Valley. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I guarantee you Drew's right. had, had a couple of gunners and a few rifles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I, you know what? I have, I've had one gunner. Mm, wow. I have, yeah, I've had, I've had one gunner in 10 years, but I've had, I've had a f- quite a, just a handful of other different strange names. And the spellings are all over because you're like, uh, right, this is supposed to be Kevin, but there's like two Q's in it. And kinda... <laughs> it's two Q's and a Y. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Steve, you grew up in Utah. <laughs> uh, I I looked at my niece's uh, class picture once and like read through the names and it was like, all right, there's there's one John. The, <laughs> the, the rest of these like Memphis is the closest to a real name, I think. <laughs> Okay, Boomer. Anyway. No. Um, <laughs> uh, the other screenplay credit goes to Jim McGrath. This is his only credit, so one and done. Uh, one and out of the park, I say. But starring the man, the myth, the legend, Jean-Claude Van Damme as Woo! Master Durand. Friend of the podcast, Elaine Moosey as Woo! Kurt Sloan. Dave Bautista as Tong Po. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the totally not controversial Gina Carano as Marsha. 
Or no. Mar- Marcia, maybe? I don't know. She's Marsha. Marsha? Marsha. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> she would never have any any controversy whatsoever. Uh, we have sentient doll Sarah Melico Lane as Lou. <laughs> I loved her follow-up to this, be playing the Nadia doll in What We Do in the Shadows. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, she's also been on the sh- uh, podcast for uh, Shark Lake, that uh, Dolph oh, Lundgren one. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she was the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, TJ Storm as Storm. Uh, Jean-Jacques Pierre as Cavi, though I have... I never knew his name was Kavi. I just had him as drunk. Right? In, uh, in, the, in my notes. And Darren Shalavi as Eric Sloan, the big brother, who sadly did uh, pass away, I, I think, during uh, during filming. No, they yeah, really I, killed him on screen! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, think he, I think he did not make it uh, to the screening. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Well, uh, yeah, they killed him on screen. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. Apparently, Bautista doesn't know how to hold back. We all watched the movie, Drew. <laughs> we all he's, saw the murder. He's method. Anyway, we watched it. <laughs> we watched it. Even we bought a fucking cop- Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah. Even if the cops didn't see it, and there were "quote unquote" no witnesses. <laughs> so, Drew, how did you watch this movie? You bought it, right? Uh, no, no. Actually, you know what? So. Um, I was in and out so much. I had to catch <laughs> Drew, it on. Drew, on... You're, you're bragging. <laughs> I had to watch it on Pluto TV. Ah, actually, yes, it is on Pluto TV. Uh, we have the DVD, so yeah, we watched it that way. But there's not a lot of like extra whatevers and stuff with it. It's basically just the feature, and then like a behind the scenes things where it's like two little interviews, like with the director and Elaine Moosey and. I think Jean-Claude showed up for a sec, but yeah, it was like, yeah, yeah, making the movie was so great. Everybody loves the original and blah, 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 you know. So yeah, check it out. Pluto TV. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we start off and we're in Thailand and uh, we just got this guy, you know, I haven't really seen him in any other movies before. <laughs> you know, it's Elaine Moosey. It was like his, I think this was like his first like leading man role, right? I think so. Yeah. Guys, he's better than he is in jujitsu. Give him a chance. Absolutely. He, Ho- yeah. Hollywood, give him a chance. And let's face it, he kind of <laughs> looks like Jensen Ackles, so I'm in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he just, uh, you know, shows up, uh, goes to a goes to a temple that looks like it's like abandoned from the outside. Like it's got all the overgrowth and stuff and uh, knocks on the door and, uh, you know, some guy answers like, what you want? Like, I want to train with Dong Po. And uh, yeah, just this drunk dude answering, just being like, uh, no, go away. <laughs> like, no, I have, I have money. And he hands over like a wad of hundreds or something, I'm assuming. And the guy just like takes it and, le- and like shuts the little thing, the, oh my God, what do you even call it? Like a window on a door? A little, uh, little peephole? Well, it wasn't, I don't think, I don't think it was like, he, he, the door was open. He just like shut it on him again. He's like, uh, hello, I gave you money. Let me in. <laughs> he's like, He's like, come me, on I in. Need to, I, I need to finish my beer before I can check. I can see if you're, you know, up to the speed. Yep. So he uh, finishes beer and then uh, they fight. The fight is to test whether he's worthy. And uh, I don't know. Like he, uh, the the drunk guy gets beaten a little bit. He, I mean, he gets a couple good licks in, but uh, uh, we'll we'll call him Kurt. Elaine Moosey plays Kurt Sloan. Kurt. He. Uh, I was having his guy for the first little bit because I forgot what his name was. But yeah, he uh, whoops on the drunk guy. But then. 
player two enters the game as the guy with dreadlocks from Mortal Kombat shows up and he wants to fight now. <laughs> He's like, I'm sober. Can you take me? <laughs> Drew, what happens? Uh, well, he kind of gets his ass handed to him. <laughs> he really kind of does. <laughs> yeah so uh so kurt's down and uh basically the next thing we see him like washing clothes covered in like bruises and cuts and stuff and uh him and um him and the drunk guy are like doing laundry basically and uh he's like oh man i lost my doorman duties because he was like well you should have been sober i guess i don't know (laughs) which is weird because like even before like when he started fighting they're all like maybe he's maybe he fights better when he's drunk (laughs) <laughs> like they were acknowledging how well he was doing and then eh, downhill. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when the event started to kick in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, stop spinning around me. Like I'm, I'm just sitting here, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm standing still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. While they're doing laundry, like he tries to steal the, his cash and wallet or whatever. And he's like, Hey, put it back. You want second thought? Keep it. And I'm like, wait, No. No, 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 don't keep it. <laughs> don't you, don't you let him keep that money. <laughs> you apparently need it more than I do. And I'm like, what? No. <laughs> what? Take your money back. Right. Uh, but yeah, then we, uh, I don't know, we're at dinner that night. And uh, I like uh, <laughs> I Pose Hype Man, like like Tong Pose Hype Man. That's always like, I Phew. love him <laughs> yeah. so much. He is the sec. You know what? Okay, yeah, he is the second best part of this movie for me because he's so energetic and he's all like, "Everyone, come together. You look around, and I urge you, check it out." Yeah, <laughs> we are all to bear witness to the great Tom Poe, and it's like, yeah. <laughs> so then uh, Poe comes out. We finally get to see who it is, and. It's motherfucking Dave Bautista. <laughs> Dave Bautista with a giant rat tail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, the nice little Mai Tai outfit where it's like the, uh, I, I, what do you even call the shorts? They're just like kind of tattered, uh, random ass cloth or <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, yeah. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, it, it works for him, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The little, like, like the, like, ropes on the biceps and the forehead and shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, you know, the, the tattered, like, tie harem pants. Yeah. Where he's just, like, ripped off the, like, elastic bottoms. <laughs> oh, speaking of harem, we'll get to it. But, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, basically, uh, yeah, the hype man comes out and he's like, we are nothing but particles. <laughs> and Tong Po has mastered how to separate these particles. And he basically just comes out and starts beating the shit out of this giant, like, marble obelisk or whatever that's in, like, the middle of the courtyard. And he's, he's yeah. like, elbow winning a couple times, and he starts doing little, like, shin kicks, and eventually just <laughs> cracks it, and it fucking falls apart, and he just kind of, like, walks away <laughs> and, like, steps aside or whatever. And Hype Man's like, is there anyone here who wants to challenge the champion? No? Okay, fine, Spar. <laughs> He's so excited. He reminded me of a professor that I had in college who was so campy and just like over the top. And because he would try to get kids and I say kids, but like, you know, adults like excited for the class. And he would he would always have like vocabulary that he would have the kids do. And he's all like, today we have our word of the day. 
So many people have been asking. Emails, letters, perfume-scented notes. <laughs> all begging, pleading for the word of the day. And he would always jokingly say that he trained with ninjas and that Bruce Lee was his uncle. And he, <laughs> it was just, it was such a performance for him that whenever Dave Batista's hype guy is always law like, everyone gather, come all of you, behold the awesomeness. I'm just like, you, you already have my attention and exactly. my heart. <laughs> It's true, but uh, yeah, so yeah, they just start sparring like all the other guys or whatever, and then eventually they pull out weapons, and uh, some motherfucker gets his throat slit with a sword, and they're just kind of like, yep, it's another Tuesday. Somebody <laughs> chalk up Dennis or whatever. I don't right. know. Well, I guess he couldn't, guess he couldn't cut it. <laughs> <laughs> it's been great having Drew here on everything other <laughs> <laughs> Get him out of here. <laughs> Sorry, get the dad jokes out. Yeah, uh, But I like how like the one guy's like throat gets lit and falls flat or whatever. And everybody's kind of sitting around. And then Poe just kind of like gets up and leaves. And I'm like, he's like, I don't need this on my record. <laughs> he, like, like how, how many lines does like Batista have in this entire film? Like 20? And that's it? Yeah, maybe that. Like, And it's mostly just like... I don't know. He didn't even need to say that much. Then again, how many lines does Tong Po have in the original? Like four? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's and it's more true. like, your brother dead or something like that. Like, yeah, you, know. you die. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. And so like, Dave is like, you know, are you ready to die? Have you come here to kill me? I mean, like, not really a good deal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to say right now, Dave Bautista, not a bad actor. No. No. No, not yeah. at all. Like, you know, like, everyone's seen, like, Blade Runner 2049, and, uh, hey, Drew, oh, I got it. Drew, have you seen Bushwick? Have you seen what? Bushwick, I think it was, uh, 2017, maybe, something like that. Uh, basically, the, the story of it is, like, a Texas militia, like, takes over New York, like, it's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard of, plot-wise, but it's basically, like, it's shot in Bushwick, which I guess is, like, a neighborhood in New York, and it's basically, like, oh, okay bushwick is basically like a war zone and people are like trying to escape and it's like a teenage girl she's trying to escape she like sneaks into somebody's apartment to get away from these other guys and it's dave bautista um but then he's like hmm. i'm trying to get here you know see make sure my family's okay blah 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 and he's like all right well i'll i'll go with you but only that far then i'm just coming right back here so you're you're kind of blowing up my spot right now but it's almost shot like a one take that's what it is it's, it's yeah. like essentially okay. like a real time like the camera's constantly following them there's really no like cuts hmm. and stuff or there's very there's like two yeah no but yeah it's it's a pretty sweet little movie i check it out no that sounds good i i really like him in hotel artemis yeah honestly yeah yeah i like just like it's like do you see that badge i am a healthcare professional <laughs> I haven't I haven't seen a uh, Glass Onion or whatever yet, but I'm excited to see him in that too. Mm, that and uh, God, a knock at the door, knock at the cabin. I don't know that one, but yeah. Oh, there, it's it's a new like thriller coming out where Dave Batista and like three other people. They're supposedly like they need to prevent the end of the world. Oh, and they go they go to this cabin where this. Uh, this couple and their daughter, and uh, they have to kill them in order to prevent the end 
of the world, the apocalypse coming. They see, so like Dave Bautista and these three other people, they seem like religious zealots. Oh, okay. And I I don't know. It's weird because you can see this this angst and just like I don't want to say fury, but like some type of like unnerving energy inside him while he's trying to like hold it in and be calm. And it just seems something so different from what we know from Batista. Yeah, it's just like the, so the, I'm, the, the I'm, stoic yeah. character. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It looks it looks good. All right, we're going to have to check that out. <laughs> Sold. Uh, anyway, in this one, uh, Poe just kind of leaves, you know, being a stoic figure, retreats to his quarters, and uh, there's two naked hoes just there waiting for him, basically. Woo! Just uh, And they basically just follow him towards the bed, and they cut the scene there, which is like, aw. No. Uh, and then uh, Kurt, you know, he uh, he's sleeping, wakes up, grabs a gun out of his pocket. What? And he starts sneaking into Poe's room. And this is where, like, Drew was saying, like, because he's just, like, sitting there, like, waiting for him, basically. Like, Poe's just in there, like, have you come to kill me? Your brother was a warrior. And you come in here like a thief it would kill me in my sleep? In my house? Yep. And he, and he just, like, walks up and is like, fine. fine. And, like, like, has the gun, like, pressed to his chest and is like, would you do it? Could you do it or something like that? And it, I mean, it's like if this was your mission, good guy. Like, yeah, I, here, here's pop, the whole pop, thing roll about credits, this. guys. Yeah. What do we think? Me- Kickboxer, really? it's not even. I mean, like we like we joke about that sometimes. Where like it can totally be done right now, but man, Steve, this movie, this movie could easily be condensed into like twenty five minutes. Yeah, and I think and I think twenty five minutes is generous. And it, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, and it's done. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but instead uh, he hesitates and uh, basically gets his ass whooped a little bit. Um, uh, again, yeah. And then it cuts to three months earlier, and I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. Now we might learn the, we, some names. We need a setup. We need a setup, Steve. Yeah. So three months earlier, we're in Venice Beach, California, baby. Woo! And uh, we see the new world champion, Eric Sloan, being introduced by his brother, Kurt. Yeah. <laughs> And then Gina Carano's by the by the ringside, and it's like, oh yeah, you were a thing. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, Gina Carano, uh, Marsha, I guess I'm gonna call her Gina Carano. I don't give a shit. Uh, so yeah, Gina's on <laughs> ringside and uh, is already talking to Eric like, hey, you want to make some real money? And uh, yeah, Kurt's, I guess, you know, little brother and manager. We get that through the most obvious exposition ever. Also, the brother has a British accent, and I was waiting for that to be more of a thing. Like, yeah, so, I, right, so they don't sound alike, they don't look alike, yeah. they don't fight alike. The, these are not brothers. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but Gian Carano's like, hey, uh, you can make like $200,000 for doing an underground fight, another two hundred grand when you win. Just think about it. Anyway, I'll be over here. Hey, oh, it, oh, yeah, you mentioned it. You're like, oh, yeah, we're going up against the uh, undefeated Mai Tai champion, Tong Po. He yeah. he says something a little poignant where he says, you're going to be going, you're right, up against the undefeated Mai Tai champion. Do you really think you should, do you think you could beat him at his own game? And he takes, like, his jacket and he says, like, well, at least one of us does. Yeah. yeah. And then he just, like. <laughs> wow, thanks, bro. You think I don't have it. And it's like, no, I think he's literally looking out for you. Uh, I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, we get it. You're a champion kickboxer, blah, blah, blah. But 
this is like what they do. Uh, Mai Tai and elephants. That's all Thai people do from what I understand. <laughs> and make curry. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, well, I mean, they got to eat. <laughs> yeah, they got it. Yeah, yeah. that's women's work. <laughs> In Thailand, this is the last time we saw Steve alive, yeah. folks. Thanks for joining. Would us. you? Would you kill me in my sleep? <laughs> yes, she will, Steve. I thought you were a warrior. Oh, oh no! I'll fight dirty. Would you? Would you kick my dog in his dick while he sleeps? <laughs> You've got that. All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, Kurt's concerned about the brothers like, whatever, man, I'm on top of the world. I'm going to live forever. Uh, so the next, next day at the gym that I guess uh, Kurt's like a, a personal trainer or whatever for, it's like, oh, hey, boss, you got some mail. And he like opens up this letter and there's like a gold medal and plane tickets. He's like, oh, he's fighting tomorrow. His gold medal, I have to go to Thailand. You're like, okay. I mean, by by this point in time, I assume it's been like maybe a couple of days, maybe a week. Yeah, maybe. Because, I mean, we find out later to fly there and, yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, we find out later it was like, I don't know. Two and a half months ago, later, I don't know. But I, I, time is irrelevant. Just there's this three month window where the brother went and trained with somebody, and then Kurt's gonna go do his thing, and then he's gonna train with somebody. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Don't worry about it. Oh no, I, I guess it was the full three months ago, right? Oh, maybe that. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Cause, oh, uh, wait. Okay, yeah, yeah, anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. Oh no, no, that's right. No, that totally makes sense because he's going there and. And the flashback was after his brother had already died. Yep. yep yeah. Okay. Yep. We got it. All right. We 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 got the time thing down now. <laughs> yep. Uh, so yeah. So uh, yeah. Kurt uh, hops on a plane. He gets there. Gets to Thailand. Gets to the venue just in time to see his brother getting fucking destroyed by Tong Po. Like uh, yeah, the spin kicks like aren't even fucking budging Dave Bautista. He's he's no selling that shit. He's he's going Undertaker. He's just like nope, nothing. Nope, nothing. <laughs> Yeah. What else you got? I I love how like again statuesque Dave Batista is taking every single blow and it's all like, what are you doing? Are you trying to fight? And I, I love how calm and serene he is oh, yeah. the entire time. Even like punching some dude in the face, gripping him in a headlock that he's eventually gonna snap his neck, and he's just he's just calm about it, looking around. Yeah. Like yeah no no this is okay yeah. we're we're all we're all at peace here this is this is what we're here <laughs> for right yep <laughs> <laughs> oh but uh but as the the final blow is being delivered Eric uh the cops show up uh led by <laughs> Lady Dollcop as I have written down um uh, <laughs> just so wafy and uh, I mean I I'm sure she's a great actress and stuff I haven't seen or whatever but. The, the, the character in general is just like, okay, she can't be taken seriously. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 don't know. I don't know. Anyway, uh, she shows up and they like raid the place just as, you know, uh, Eric's neck is snapped by uh, Poe. And uh, she just like comes in and just like fires the gun in there and everybody's like, oh shit, the fuzz. And they just like scatter. Yeah. <laughs> And so it's just Eric and Kurt left there. You know, he's holding his brother's corpse, basically. And yeah, the brother's dead. We find out. Uh, we go to like the morgue 
and like basically find out yeah the cops are gonna do nothing uh you know there's no witnesses and the brother's like well well i'm a witness like i mean real witnesses <laughs> <laughs> oh sorry we we don't mean you we mean people who matter because even the even you know lady cop is trying to talk to i guess the boss and saying like we need to get the police down there like we all saw this happen oh there's no witnesses she yells at the other lady cop like go question them whatever and she's like i'm waiting for the boss yeah. and she points back to the guy who just said no yeah. and it's like wow this is an effective place yeah and, and, and further to my point like nobody takes her seriously <laughs> no not at all not at all <laughs> But, uh, yeah, and then, uh, you know, Gina Carano, she shows up at the morgue and Kurt's like, what the fuck are you doing here? And she's like, hey, 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 <laughs> look, he knew what he was getting into. This stuff just happens sometimes, you know, deal with it, bruh. Like, like how insincere? I mean, it's, I don't know. That just seemed, that seemed like such a dick thing to say because she doesn't care because as long, I mean, she's, she's obviously getting her cut. Oh, yeah, of course. For bringing in, you know, high, highfalutin, uh, you know, challengers. So, yeah i don't know but uh so yep so kurt's just like all right well fuck what am i gonna do cops aren't gonna do anything you know what i'm gonna go see eric's trainer who is this this durand guy he was talking about or you know i think gina carano mentioned or something like that and uh so he goes to durand's place and is like hey you guy doing tai chi for some reason (laughs) did you train my brother and he's just like not answering but then uh then you see the guy cleaning out the gutters. <gasps> Holy shit, it's Jean-Claude Van Damme. What's he doing here? He's like, I am Master Durant. <laughs> you leave him alone. He, I'm leave training him. him you know? <laughs> I'm training him. You can tell, like, they're they're attempting the humor. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I, I, I love the, the trying of it. And what, is it just me? Or has, like, Jean-Claude's voice dropped, like, five octaves in this film? Oh, yeah. Oh. His voice seems, like, super deep. That This is I, well, old, I mean, old man Jean-Claude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, compared to... 37 years ago jean-claude no 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 no. i i get that i get that but it just i don't know it seemed like he was almost like forcing his voice to be a little bit lower but maybe that's just like a supernatural that's right (laughs) (laughs) by the way guys if anybody out there doesn't know what i'm talking about look up what uh misha collins sounds like when he's not playing Cass. yeah see him in interviews and then remember (laughs) i talk like this for 15 seasons in real life he kind of talks like this <laughs> love you misha come on our podcast that's right, right. <laughs> you're the best misha uh so <laughs> we won't give you a handler over here you don't like those <laughs> that's right uh so yeah so uh yeah uh, master duran you know jcvd uh, basically uh i think he uh oh my god kurt like just gives them the two hundred thousand dollars prize money or whatever and he's like that he pulls out of the out of like the the uh, rafter like the right the overhang of the rafters yeah because <laughs> that's the safe spot for it he's like yeah your brother wanted me to give this to you he's like obviously you didn't even train him good enough and he's just kind of like well i guess not but whatever. i i love the again the nonchalant attitude where he's all like your brother want me to give this to you if something happened to him and it did yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Done. almost like Izzy's line, like we're going home. <laughs> yeah, we're leaving. We're leaving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, he's not wrong, but he does say it in like the most assholey way possible. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. He, because probably the entire time when he's all like, "I need you to train me," Van Dam's like, 
You're not ready. You don't want to fuck You're with this Tom Poe guy. Like, whatever, what? man. I'm going to live forever. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm paying you good money. Get me out of here. Like, train me. Right. Oh, and that's right. The police escorted Kurt out here to pick up the money or whatever. Um, because he's, he's being taken the to the airport. Because he's being deported. Yeah. And if you uh, come back, or we're going to jail he? you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then he, he pulls the ultimate, like, go to the airport. Okay, here's my ticket. You know, on second thought, I'm just going to walk the fuck out of here, and that's all it takes. So now he's an illegal alien. Huh? Just there, taking jobs. That's right. Taking those underground Mai Tai deathmatch jobs that everybody's clamoring for. <laughs> just these foreigners taking our jobs. <laughs> these these colors don't run in Thailand. Um, assume white, green, and orange or something? <laughs> I don't know the colors, man. Um... <laughs> this, this curry don't run anyway so this curry, steve cut that shit <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah so I get, then we uh cut back to present day uh because you know we've seen the part where he went to the, i'm assuming he went straight from the airport to the temple uh and then like tried to kill tong po and got his ass whooped because we wake up in present day and basically the hype man's sitting there and he's, uh, you know, he's talking about the Godfather and all that. Like, when Michael Corleone saw the people that tried to kill his father in front of him, <laughs> what was going through his mind? I like to think it was this. <laughs> the dialogue is so weird yeah. <laughs> between some of the characters. Like, I can see, like, what they were going for. But again, it... it, it it's just doesn't it doesn't seem to stick any type of a landing. I mean, even even Jean-Claude seems like he's so tired of this shit throughout the entire film. And half the time he's in sunglasses, so I assume half the time he was hung the fuck over <laughs> oh, trying oh. to film all of these scenes. Can we talk about Jean-Claude's costuming in this movie for a second? <laughs> Absolutely. Because he's in dress slacks, a polo, a fedora, <laughs> and sunglasses for ninety yeah. percent <laughs> of his scenes. Yeah. Until the one scene where, like, he actually comes out shirtless, and you know, you, you what? This is a uh, this is six years ago coming out, and he's shirtless, ready to like just approach the guy as he's trying to like relax after a bit of training. <laughs> you know what? Good, good for Van Damme because yeah. he he looks like, great. I I I don't think I've ever seen him actually more ripped. Like, not kickboxer, not bloodsport. He looks more defined, like right now. Which he probably was like, oh crap, it's another kickboxer movie. Give me give me a year. I'll yeah. get back into shape. I can't be upstaged by this Alan Moosey guy, whoever the fuck that is. Yeah. Do do you really think Jean Claude ever lets himself get out of shape? Probably not. I mean, you know what? It's kinda like even like Arnold. Like Arnold kinda lets himself go a little bit, but he's right back at it yeah, too, still. Yeah. yeah, like Arnold lets himself have carbs occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> occasionally yeah. he'll half himself a pizza and a beer. But... Yeah, which apparently he splits with his house donkey. No, I mean, and if you guys I haven't love seen those donkeys, <laughs> I love the donkey. When's, when's that buddy cop movie coming out? <laughs> right. <laughs> Two asses. Yeah. A, pa- a pair of asses. Right. <laughs> I totally watched the shit out of it. You know what? It's just gonna be called. It's just gonna be called. You bet your ass. <laughs> oh, oh my God! That's it. Oh that's no, it. guys, guys! They're space cops. It's called Get Your Ass to Mars. <laughs> Get Your Ass to Mars: Colon Total Recall Two. It's a buddy cop movie <laughs> called Smart Ass and Dumb Ass. 
<laughs> but which is which? <laughs> so, so yeah, back present day, quote, uh, talking about Godfather, blah blah blah. And he basically ends it with, "And you just wait until the terror of the Tongpo is going to throw upon you, and then the cops show up, and they're basically like." Well, we're here to deport this illegal alien Kurt again. <laughs> you know, he's our he's our guy. Whatever, blah blah blah. They take him out of there just in the nick of time before they're about to like get medieval on his ass or something. And uh, yeah, lady cops talking to Curry and basically like, "Hey, you're my only witness. Don't get him killed, okay?" <laughs> um, the the relationship that develops between the two of them just seems again like it was added on for time. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 quiet, you know, sexy scenes that are backed up by synth music. Yeah. <laughs> synth music and a whole bunch of like top gun sweaty ab workout montages yep. and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but yeah you don't uh, have to do this. Shh. Now make love to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this fuck. Yeah, they're, they're like, okay, we gotta have a woman with a speaking part in this movie. Um why don't we just make her this cop character? But but wouldn't they bone? Well, of course they would bone. We'll, we'll, oh, we'll throw it in somewhere. They're gonna fucking bone. Well, then we have to what have like kind dialogue. Of movie do you think we're making whatever. here? No, 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 none of that, none of that. <laughs> do we need dialogue? No, we don't need dialogue. I was spider and losing it. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so so they're driving him back to I don't know the airport or the station. Oh, I guess they're like arresting him or taking him back to prison. Uh, then they start, then the, they get in traffic and are attacked by some Muay Thai terrorists, like with uh, you know. That's so random because yeah. it comes out of nowhere, and their only indication that it's going to happen is that people are flipping in the rearview mirror and yeah. in front of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're, oh, that's their they're, they're that's like their parkour terrorists. They just like coming in from all sides. Like oh shit. <laughs> Oh God! They're coming in on elephants. Quick! Oh let's God! Them as a battlefield. That's right. They fight on top of two fucking elephants. It's fucking amazing. I mean, they're not real elephants. Let's let us be real. They, their spirit died long ago. Yeah, it's it's like the the elephants they used in the Protector for the uh, Nathan B. Jones right or whatever where they got tossed. God, I love that movie. How have we not done that on the podcast? <laughs> anyway uh so yeah yeah he whoops all the terrorist asses uh fights on top of two elephants which is amazing uh saves the lady cop because she gets snatched up because again no one respects her um and then and then they the two of them run off to duran's compound and they basically he, basically i was waiting for duran to be like are you why, why are you bringing this shit to my home <laughs> oh no and that's his you. response too he's yeah. like oh uh, he's gonna put you up for a few days and he's like when did this happen? She's well, like, it's not for long. And he's like, okay. And she just walks away. Yeah. She's like, I don't know your problem. Bye. <laughs> um, but then eventually like Duran's like, you know what? I failed Eric, your brother. And, and then like a storm's like immediately like rolling in. Like you hear the thunder and shit. And it's getting darker. And, Cause it was like bright fucking daylight at the beginning of the scene. And then within about 12 seconds, it turns to like a typhoon. You need you need the mood. The mood needs to be set. Yep. So they start kissing and making out right there, just embracing one another in the rain. No, no, they fight. Of course, of course, they fight, guys. Come on, 
you gotta see you gotta see if he's got the goods so yeah durand and uh kurt fight for a bit and uh yeah durand wins because he's jean-claude van damme uh but there's okay the fight choreography in this movie not bad I like no it. like like in a lot of the fight scenes you'll see the ripples of them actually getting kicked like i'm sure it's not you know 100 percent like kicking through them or whatever but you you see the skin kind of flapping and stuff a little bit it's like oh shit they're actually making contact this oh is, yeah 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 they're, get, like they're getting hit yeah <laughs> uh but anyway after whooping kurt's ass he's like all right i'll train you see you at 5 a.m don't be late oh the next scene is so mean go go for it oh where he tells him he's like okay we'll wake up at 5 a.m and that's where our training is going to begin so duran and his lackeys or like the old man like they sneak into his room they tie his ankles and his wrists to the bedposts. And the guy... And the guy <laughs> careless whisper starts to play. And he's like, what are you going to do? He's all like, oh, we need, to, uh, we need to numb the nerves. And so he starts beating his legs with bamboo rods. Yep. <laughs> just I'm throwing just like, him a goddamn whoa. blanket party. Just pop, 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 pop. You shouldn't have vandalized so, I mean, all I, those cars. You're going to get caned. Cock, cock, cock. <laughs> so I guess this is the substitute for, you know, the scene from Kickboxer where Van Damme is just repeatedly kicking a tree. Yeah. Oh, we get a little bit of that, too. <laughs> I mean, you do get it. But, like, obviously, this is the whole, you know, the process of, like, you need to make sure that your legs are, you know, kind of, like, broken, re remade, healed, and then you need to break them again. Yeah. Like, if you're going to kick something, it should be like a brick wall, whatever you're going to be hitting, and nothing should be able to phase you. Yeah. Oh, I also like how like they're beating the shit out of him. He's like, ah, ah, Durant's like, shh. And, so they, <laughs> and he just goes back to beat him. And so he's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he should have just been like, shh, everyone's sleeping. <laughs> right. <laughs> you're going to wake the kids. The random kids wait. running around my compound. <laughs> uh, what is that, too? Jean-Claude Van Damme has a pair of orphans and an old man. He just keeps his pets. Yeah. <laughs> Coconut break! Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, we get the, the nice... The wonderful montage of, like... Uh, <laughs> like, okay, this is what I assume a spin class is, where you're on the bicycle, <laughs> like, being lowered down by an ox into the water and then pulled back up. It's like I I don't see the benefit of this. Shut up, my tie. <laughs> right? Are you tired? No. Okay, good. Lower him down. Wait. Yeah. And he, we see uh, Elaine Moosey doing the splits and stuff, like over the water, like on two like floating, I don't know, boards or something. And it's I like, oh. I think that I, I think that might be one of the funniest moments because he walks over. He's all like the splits, and he's like, yeah. He's like. Get up. We got training to do. Yeah, we got real things to do here. (laughs) I want him to just be all like, walk over and be like, what are you doing the splits for? Well, it's good stretching. And just like, just a a dramatic pause. You look stupid. And then walk away. You look ridiculous. (laughs) You you look ridiculous. And your shorts are clearly not short enough. (laughs) Right. Oh, then it mixed in with this montage where we see uh, that he's banging Lady Cop. Like, yay, good for them. You? Uh, yeah. <laughs> question mark? <laughs> and then, like Drew said, time for coconut break. 
coconut break. And they just start chuck. The kids just start chucking coconuts at uh, Elaine Moose. He's like, like slapping them away. Like, what? What? What the fuck is this? Like, no, no, no. You're supposed to crack them. <laughs> and uh, like they start throwing them at uh, Durand, and he starts like elbowing them and cracking them in half. And this this is something me and Izzy say all the time to the pets. <laughs> Because we're uh, pretty sure their heads are hollower than a coconut. And so when they're like acting up, we just go, coconut! <laughs> on top of their head. Make a little elbow motion towards their face. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. And Steve, all of our pets, empty heads, no thoughts. Not, not, not even coconut milk, I'm guessing. <laughs> but, uh,. Yeah, after the montage, he uh, now it's time to fight Durand. Like he was saying, comes out shirt, shirtless after a long day of working out. And is like, yeah, so uh, only one last thing to do. And they start fighting. <laughs> and then he, uh, Kurt's like, I'm ready. Like, okay, you're ready. Let's go get a drink. And so then we cut to this random ass bar where apparently they just have bar fights and breakable furniture they set up every hour. I don't know. <laughs> of course yeah but uh basically uh you know it's all uh, somebody's like oh yeah <laughs> who wants to take on the champion and win five thousand bot for two rounds drew any idea how much five thousand bot is in american currency i'm gonna say five thousand bot is nine hundred dollars one hundred and forty-three dollars and eighty cents. Oh my god, that's not even. Would close you enough. get in a bar fight with the reigning champion for a hundred and forty-four bucks? No. <laughs> what? All right. Well, Drew's a lover, not a fighter. We got a. Uh, who's a fighter? We know. I mean, your wife's pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say, babe, would you do it for a hundred and forty-four bucks? How many tacos is that in Thailand? Uh, 288 <laughs> at uh, uh, fucking Jack in the Box. Mm, That's a lot of grease. I for <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> almost 300 tacos. <laughs> Pay in advance. Yeah, <laughs> See, that's that's her plan, though. She's going to buy the tacos, eat the tacos, take the grease from the tacos. Yeah. So Batista can never get a headlock on her. That's right. She just slides right out of every old he tries <laughs> to do. <laughs> Well, this one isn't even Batista. It's just like some random, I don't know, bar fight. Yeah, dude. some ran- some rando bar dude with his pimp. Yeah, <laughs> yeah with it with his pimp named Joe King. Eh, get it, Joe King. Eh. Eh. Anyway, <laughs> if it's not so, broke, <laughs> don't fix it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of broke, so when they fight immediately like plates are like thrown off of tables they smash through a couple walls they fuck up the jukebox and i'm like well, that's more than 144 bucks in damage right there right <laughs> maybe he has some deal to like he guarantees to bring in a crowd on most nights so whatever da- whatever damage is done <laughs> two drink minimum and their handyman's pretty affordable right <laughs> Steve, chairs are cheap in thailand apparently I mean, yeah, it's I mean, worth well, made, right? With uh, with all the money that they're getting, you know, they they opened up their own Ashley Furniture just right down the road. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! But uh, but yeah, uh, so uh, Kurt's get kind of getting his ass whooped a little bit. Uh, so then Durant has to come to the rescue, and they basically just run off. And I'm like, yeah, you're not ready. <laughs> uh, next day, run away! Please retreat and surrender. <laughs> uh yeah so so the next day uh lady cop can't leave the compound 
Oh, that's right. That's right. Late lady cop comes over and is like, Hey, I heard you got in a bar fight last night. You can't leave this compound. You know? Yeah, you're a wanted <laughs> you criminal here. and you're harboring a wanted criminal or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you're both, this is for your for your own good. You're both under arrest. Is that yeah. the scene? Oh, no, not quite. That. Basically, just like, hey, you can't go around doing these bar fights. You got to stay here. Otherwise, we're going to have to take you in. You're, you're basically witness protection or something for... For the time being, I don't know. Oh, whatever. that's the okay. That's the moment where yeah, she says you can't leave the compound, and is not the is not the next scene when he actually shows up at Dave Batista's <laughs> facility again. Not quite yet, oh, because okay. it because the drunk guy shows up at Duran's oh, place the, the and spy, is like the spy, the spy, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he shows up and uh, Duran's like, so what are you really doing here? He's like, I, I, they kicked me out of pose. I, I want to learn. And uh, basically Duran's like, bullshit. And they start fighting. <laughs> but then by the end of it, he's like, fine, you can join us. That's cool. You work for I'm me like, now. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what? No. <laughs> you work for me. What do I do for money? You work hard. You stop drinking. You hit coconuts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> You take old man for walk. <laughs> right. <laughs> you walk the old man twice a day. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, then we get a nice little uh, workout montage with a hip hop soundtrack, which uh, eh, wasn't too bad. I wasn't catching all the bars because I was too busy taking notes for the uh, <laughs> what was happening. But yeah, we see uh, <laughs> there's like a scene where Durant's like, okay, this coconut is, is Poe's head. You have to crack the coconut, you know. And I'm like, all we right. We will kill cool. you in this fight. You must be willing to do the same. That's right. I feel like half, half or a quarter of this movie is like training montages. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like Rocky Four. Mm. <laughs> I mean, yeah. The the movie itself is what eighty five minutes or something like that. Take out the credits, but yeah, a lot of it's uh, about twenty minutes or so. Yeah, montage. I, I, mm-hmm. I'd go with that. Uh, but yeah, like Drew was saying, the next scene is. Uh, Kurt goes to the temple at night and just like whoops the doorman, like whoops a couple people in the foyer and goes in the courtyard and is like, I challenge Chong Po to a fight. And uh, <sighs> Tong Po is kind of like crawling out of bed. I was waiting for him to, be, I was waiting for him to come out like wearing nothing. Like I was with my hose. What's going on out here? Right. <laughs> well, but, I mean, that was, that was the first, that was the first scene when we saw him and he walked back in with his two ladies who immediately disrobed and they're walking bare yeah. ass back to his bed. Yeah, he like put, just puts a towel on like, fuck's going on out here. <laughs> uh, but instead, uh, uh, Kurt has to fight Storm again because, you know, Storm whooped his ass last, last time. And he finishes him off with this like forward reverse flash kick thing. And I'm like, yeah, it's... Okay, that's, that's pretty fucking impressive. I mean, it's neat. It's super, super neat. But man, for moves like those, the way that they have to be set up, the other yeah. person has to realize, like, okay, I clearly know where the way your leg's planted, you're going to hit me with this one. Let's just go. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not a practical attack. It's more no. like a like a fatality in Mortal Kombat. Like, yeah, you have to put in the code at the exact right distance. And yeah, he, the he person did... has to just be kind of... <laughs> yeah, he did a left, left, down, right... right. High punch. Yeah. Right kick, I guess, yeah. Um, and yeah, then another dude, like, comes out and is, like, immediately knocked out, like, within, like, three seconds. <laughs> um, and then, uh, 
And then Poe just like whispers something to his hype man and uh, goes back to his bedroom to knock out a couple hoes. And uh, the hype man's like, the great Tong Po accepts your challenge. <laughs> like, <laughs> this guy's just the voice of Tong Po. That's probably his character yeah. name or something. It's so over the top and so great. <laughs> and then, yeah, what happens from here? Oh, yeah, Lady Cop's boss, like, tells Gina Carano that, uh, you, know, you know, basically that uh, Lady Cop is, like, onto her and she needs to get her shit together and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, whatever, dude, I'm going to set up this venue. You know what? Maybe we could just tell her the wrong venue and set her up to, like, get killed. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I never yeah, thought of yeah, that yeah. before. So we get this whole scene where, like, they go to a warehouse where obviously nobody is, but they have to, like, look around a bit to see if they're hiding. I don't know. Uh, there's a little bit of a shootout with uh, one guy, but, you know, eventually she kills that dude. Pop, pop. And then she goes to see Kurt, and slaps the shit out of him, and then they start going right into the rough stuff. Yeah! Just bitten, just ripping clothes off, and you kind of see some boobs, sort of, because you know they're, they're like a cups. Like, come on, I I'm pretty sure I have bigger boobs than <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean they're not as shaven, but you know, not as hairless, not as, not as shaven. Babe, do you think women shave their boobs? Don't they? <laughs> do you think I shave my boobs? Oh, not you. <laughs> did you marry me because you thought i was the only one who didn't shave my boobs no steve cut that no. <laughs> uh oh oh that's right yeah they, they get to the like the rough stuff and then it's like it's like done in like three seconds i'm like well that was fast <laughs> i don't know i guess the slap was the foreplay uh, it so yeah, it was one. definitely the foreplay. It was definitely the foreplay. A little bit of a slap and tickle. Yeah. Uh, so then uh, the next morning, uh, she basically arrests Kurt and Duran and basically like, hey, this is for your own good. <laughs> and then uh, Duran's like, the love and might I don't mix. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody patted themselves on the back for that one. <laughs> I mean, they're trying to be like Rockies, like that was a... The, Women weaken knees or something. <laughs> weaken legs. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Uh, what happens here? Oh, yeah. The boss, uh, though, like, he finds out about it and he's like, hey, I heard you got this uh, Kurt Sloan and Duran guy uh, arrested. You got to release him now. And she's like, well, no, they're obviously a, f- a felony, uh, like an illegal alien and harboring an illegal alien. Like, we got to arrest him. And he's like, nope, bullshit. No, no one's pressing charge. Tong Po isn't pressing charges. Like, that's not even what it's about right now. Right. <laughs> but, but uh, guys, we get the nice little uh, little jailbreak scene. Drew, take us away. I'm trying to remember the jailbreak scene right now. So, I guess the guy's, like, checking out the cell, right? And he sees uh, Durand in there, but he doesn't see Kurt. And so he's like, hey, hey! Where's the other guy? And then, you know, Durant's Oh, like, he's uh, hiding uh, on the roof. No, yes. Yeah, yeah. No no speaky tie or whatever. <laughs> right. Uh, he's hiding on the ceiling. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And he drops down and they knock him out, get the keys, and they just kind of sneak out. Yeah, but I love when they're sneaking out. The other guy in the cell, he's like, hey, what about me? <laughs> did, you, did you recognize who that was, Drew? Uh, no. It's the guy that played Tong Po in the first Kickboxer. Oh, was it? 
Yeah, yeah, he, he has a beard and stuff now, but but yeah, that that's uh, one of my fun facts. It's uh, Michelle Kisi who played Tong Po in the original Kickboxer. Oh, is he, is he like, hey, I'm gonna have to go did you back and about look at me? that. Oh, <laughs> did you forget about okay, me? So... Like, hey, I I need a role in this movie, right? Okay, John? you know what? That's clever. Right. That's actually clever. <laughs> yeah, I like that because I was like, what? That's that's an odd line, and then I like looked up who who it was just because I was like. Michelle Kesey. Yeah, Michelle Kesey is also the bad guy from uh, the Jean-Claude directorial debut, The Quest. Oh, The Quest. Yeah, The Quest. Our 100th episode. God, that was over five years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see, his wife is here. Oh, yeah, so they're busting out of jail in broad daylight. Um, (laughs) And, uh, yeah, they're like... Oh, that's right. They're like running through the streets, and there's the people with like the glass with the the tape X or whatever on it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I wonder if that's gonna be broken. Uh, but you see like Elaine Moosey or uh, Kurt doing like the split slide like under it, right? <laughs> Ooh, cool. They avoided it, but yeah, they end up getting a fight and breaking the glass anyway. It's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, then they, uh, you know, the. I guess they knock out the cops or whatever, so then they hop on one of those little tuk-tuks or whatever and just get the fuck out of there. Uh, so then we cut to night. Hold on. Sorry. Uh, take care of sushi. That's all right. Two in the dome. Pop, pop. No. <coughs> oh, boy. What is it, sushi? Oh, yeah, okay. Well, yeah, we're getting to the, the finale here. All right. I was like, we've been talking about this for a while. <laughs> Ironically enough, for something that can be condensed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he tries to avenge his brother. He has his little trainer, a lot of bing, throwing a lady cop, he's banging, and fight. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, that's that's kind of it, yeah. Brother goes to fight, brother dies, starts training to avenge brother, takes on bad guy, the end. Yep. Roll credits. Uh, so, so yeah so now they've broken out of jail and it's nighttime. it's time for the final fight and so we get the hype man of course he is introducing everybody like oh yes the undefeated champion Tong Po oh, actually, I, sorry, he starts off saying like you know 30 to 50 deaths happen in Mai Tai every year right he's responsible for them Right. Yeah, he's yeah. Poe here is responsible for half of them, and I'm like, Jesus Christ! Right, isn't that it? And I love his his all like, as the rounds progress, weapons will be introduced by me. That's right. <laughs> I get to decide this. Oh, and Drew, did you uh, happen to catch when he mentioned that they will be uh, in Mortal Kombat? I, I love I love that he said Mortal Kombat. Oh my God! Right. It's just yeah. it's so much. I, I it was it was so delectable. I was also very confused as it's the same facility that they got busted at the first time. Uh-huh. Why yep. are they able to go back and set up a whole nother round? Because it's all through uh, uh Lady Cop's boss. Like they, he's yeah. obviously on the take and all that. Uh, like, you know, okay, you know what? But, Thank but, you, Steve. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, but they, but I do love how he's like in fact, the last fight that happened here, this guy's brother died. He busted out of jail to try to <laughs> take out Tong Po in Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I thought it was weird to the same place, but I was like, ah, that's just kind of the place. Like, it kind of, you know what? And now it makes sense where the where the boss was like, 
No, we don't have any witnesses. Yes, yes, boss, we do. I don't know. My guys didn't see anything. Right. Uh, so, yeah, 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 like Drew mentioned, the progressive rounds, blah, blah, blah. First round, it's just the eight standard points of contact or whatever they say. And I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, no one's keeping score. So <laughs> I right. don't know what that's all about. But, uh, yeah, so uh, Kurt's going after Poe and, like, doing spin kicks and all the shit that he learned. And Poe just isn't, he's no-selling the shit out of everything. He's like, yeah, spin kick, yeah, nothing. <laughs> drop kick in the chest, nothing. Like, 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 I swear you, like, drop kicked him once and, like, Kurt flew back. <laughs> like. I think he did. Like, he kicked him in yeah, the chest yeah. and he bounced off of him. Yeah, he's like, well, that wall didn't budge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what am I yeah. doing wrong? <laughs> right. What have I done? <laughs> Master Durand. No. But uh, yeah, Kirk gets kind of whooped in the first round. And of course, the gong sounds to, <laughs> for the end. <laughs> and uh, go to the corner and uh, Durand's like, hey, you're doing well, doing well. Yeah, you you were never going to hurt him like with just your fist. No. You know? <laughs> like no, there was no, no chance no. of that. But then it's time for the second round. Glass. The glass application is interesting because I don't know if they added anything to the actual wraps to make the glass stick. Yeah, usually the, you see them like dip it in like I don't know if it's glue or curry yeah, like or like some, some sort like, of whatever yeah. <laughs> curry. Jesus. Yeah, you know, green curry. That's the stickiest one, right? It <laughs> no, sticks but... to your ass. It'll stick to glass. <laughs> you know, they they dip their gloves in MSG and then dip them in glass. Uh, you know what? There you go. MSG is the glue. That's what makes sense. <laughs> That's what the G stands for, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Magic glue. <laughs> Magic something glue. Yeah. For all, for all your cooking needs. <laughs> yeah. See, Zetra gets it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, they. <laughs> you know they. <laughs> I'm sorry. Every time I see one of these matches, I, I I always think of. I know it's a parody of Rambo, but the Hot Shots Part Two, where they like dip it in the uh, like butterscotch and then like gummy bears or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so they 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 fight, and I don't know. They uh, they end up cutting. I mean, Kirk gets cut up, uh, but eventually. Poe gets like hit in the ribs and I think he even gets nicked on the cheek or something like that. But primarily Kurt's just getting his ass whooped again. <laughs> and then like right at the end, right before the gong goes, like uh, Kurt's basically like lying on his back with his forearms up and Poe is just cutting the shit out of his forearms. Oh, just, I know. <laughs> just punch, 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 punch. It's, it's kind of hard to watch a little bit, but you know, if he moves his arms, it's going to go for his face or his throat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then the gong sounds just in time to save him. And of course, you know, pose a no, uh, tongue pose a normal, uh, uh, oh my God, an honorable warrior. So he gets up and is like, all right, see you in the next round. Right. And uh, and then the cops start raiding the venue, like led by Lady Cop, of course. Again, no one will ever take her seriously. Um, but, but they don't like do anything. <laughs> like she basically like just, they're just like observing in the crowd <laughs> when they get there. Uh, but yeah uh, Kurt's in the corner and Duran's like remember he's just a man he's just bones and muscle and all that you, you just have to break him just like anybody else kind of thing I love, I love his encouragement he's like you're doing good out there and he's like what fight are you watching yeah 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 because <laughs> it's yeah. not this one 
Oh, that's right. Uh, Gina Carano gets arrested, though. And oh, she, she says, doesn't like, care. She doesn't she's like, care. whatever, I'll be out in an hour or some shit just, like that. Don't worry know? about me. I have Mandalorian in, in my future. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to live forever. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. But then, but then uh, yeah, the, uh, that's right. The cops, like, go. They're like, they have their guns drawn and shit, like, pointing at uh, Tong Po and Kurt. But then, like, cops, like, wait, let them fight. Right. Let them fight. <laughs> but, Drew, it's time for round three. Double swords. Which is <laughs> which is so choreographed. <laughs> Oh, to, yeah. a tea, to a T, to a T, where I mean, <laughs> like obviously. left, right, left, right, low, yeah, right, low, right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> now, it's, okay, so the sword fighting choreography is not the greatest, but it, but still, it, once they start losing swords, getting them knocked out of their hands and stuff, it it gets a little better because uh, I mean, one of them gets like tossed in. <laughs> that's right uh, through the through uh, the uh, Kurt the the fence or the the gate, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kurt tosses one at Tong Po, and it, like, nicks his cheek as he, like, just dodges it, and it goes into the fence, and I'm like, what if that had, like, hit somebody in the stands? Like, ah! Right? right? Some, some guy who's just, like, up against the fence, and he's all like, this is the greatest thing ever! It's my first fight! Shink. Yeah, some make... Some Make-A-Wish kids there. (laughs) Finally, I can see an underground Mai Tai! (laughs) (laughs) It would happen eventually. <laughs> Steve, cut that. No. Um, <laughs> cut nothing, you coward. Anyway. Um, so, uh, yeah, so they fight. They, they get more grappling and stuff. But then that headlock, Poe gets him in a headlock. And he starts, you know, doing like flashbacks. And uh, yeah, that's right. The drunk guy or whatever told him the reversal, right? Yeah, like your brother was... A- the brother was a warrior. Yeah, warrior. <laughs> Would you kill me in my sleep or whatever? Well, I mean, he starts. He starts. You're right. He starts getting the flashbacks, and he starts like, you know, I guess like starting to pump himself up. But yeah, sorry, as you were saying, the spy starts doing the the chanting, "White warrior." Oh yeah, it was a no, no Sue cow, no Sue cow. <laughs> white and warrior. You see the, white, the subtitles, warrior. white warrior, white warrior. But I mean, <laughs> and, and again, I, I was thinking uh, Ace Ventura too. Yeah. <laughs> when he gets okay, when he's able to like pull himself out, which seems far too easy. But I, I do love the fact that like, you know, oh, look, he's in the headlock, just like his brother. He's going to die just like his brother. But getting himself out. Now, Dave Batista has not been taking many hits. Okay. Yeah, he's yeah, clearly yeah. been he's... standing his ground. But of course, this is that pivotal moment in these kind of like inspirational action, you know, packed films where it doesn't matter how few hits our hero does. It's going to rock the opponent's world. That's right. They, they were playing rope-a-dope the whole time. Right. <laughs> and now they reverse it. And, you know, you like gets his arms in there and just kind of like breaks the headlock and then nothing but headshots, just headshots, 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 headshots. Spin post, kick. Uh, starts bleeding. Yeah. Spin kick, spin kick, jump up there, cook on that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, he starts whooping on Poe and he also starts like working the thighs with the, the glass punches and stuff and, or, or yeah. trying, like kicks and like the inner thighs and you see Poe like, ah, trying to like shake it off or some shit. Mm-hmm. But it's like, nope, that's not going to work. 
And then, yeah, spin kick, spin kicks, coconut. And uh, I, I, I don't know. He turned his back on him for some reason. Like, I don't know, well, catching his breath or just. Like, I think he, so yeah. he, dro- he drops him. He like drops him. And you're right. He turns his back on him because he's all like, all right, it's over. But of course, Poe has to like get the last like, no, don't you walk away from me or how dare you make me bleed my own blood. And I was like, I didn't hear no bell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he, he, he runs him over to the sword that's in the, in the, uh, in the fence. And man, here at this point, it almost seemed too easy. It, it really yeah. almost seemed too easy uh, for, yeah. for the final kill. But that's just me. Yeah, yeah, basically, uh, post. Oh, oh hey, good job, buddy. Like two days ago. <laughs> good boy. Uh, good boy. But, but yeah, yeah, Poe's like trying to like just push, you know, basically trying to like push his head down so it like cuts his head off on the sword or whatever. But right. then I, I don't even know exactly, uh, I remember exactly what Kurt does, but like he gets the yeah. advantage and just kind of like flirp, like gets yeah, Batista on it somehow. I don't know and it's exactly like, what oh. happens either. I don't know if he like pushes his neck into it because you can't you can't see but he had he had also yeah. clearly had taken the glass in his glove and like kind of ripped part of batista's neck but like higher on the neck not like down by like a jugular but then yeah. he just brings his head down so i don't know if he slices his neck and we never really see it yeah and see i thought he like stabbed him in the gut or something, something. like like he kind of like just pulled the sword out and like jammed it in there or like broke it off and jammed it in there or something it's just right like, and he's like so, on the sword, and, he, and then he says, "This is for Eric." Yeah, he said, "Yeah, this is for Eric." Now, also, if that's the point, then are both sides of the sword sharpened? Because I guess because they were yeah, both playing. Blade. I mean, they were both playing tug of war with each other, pulling each other towards a blade. But I don't know. I, I I don't like the fact that we don't technically get to see how Batista died. We could hear it. Yeah. We we also get to see him just kind of hanging there on the yeah. fence too. Yeah. Like he's 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 like Halloween skewered on there, you know. <laughs> but but yeah, so yeah, crowd cheers. They're like, oh my god, he killed Tong Po, and uh, fucking lady cop is smiling, and yeah, Poe's corpse is just hanging there, just up against sitting the fence. there. And uh, yeah, then we cut to uh, Kurt and lady cop on a riverboat kissing. Okay, sunset. And Duran says says his goodbye, kind of like dancing a little bit. Roll credits, guys. What do we wait? There's more. Drew, take it away. Oh, but after the credits, it's the glory, the glory that is our hero copying the dance that Van Dam did in Kickboxer, and yeah! this this has to be the highlight of the entire movie and it's unfortunate that we had to wait through the entire film just to get to it (laughs) (laughs) they really should have like put this in somewhere in the middle of the movie right i somewhere like in the bar scene or something oh yeah maybe there's a scene where like no you've got to be loose my tie's all about being loose and they start doing the dance he's like what the hell are you doing he's like shh just go with the rhythm a, a couple Thai girls just walk out of nowhere. Could you imagine? Could you imagine Van Dam watching him? This is all I want. Like Van Dam saying that, like you look like an idiot doing the splits like that. That he starts dancing that way in the bar, 
and he's you all like, do the what are you doing? Like this. Bounce, what are you bounce, doing? He's all like, up, oh, up, bounce, bounce. I saw this. I saw this dance one time. It's it's pretty good for your hips. And then Van Damme just walks away like this. This guy's a fucking idiot. Look at him dance. <laughs> Who dances like that? <laughs> That's all I want. I just want him to like I want Van Damme to make fun of himself. <laughs> That's Jean-Claude Van Johnson, available on oh. Amazon Prime. <laughs> oh, I fucking love that show, and I'm so mad it's not more, there's not more of it. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, Kickboxer colon Vengeance. Colon Vengeance! <laughs> uh, Drew, would you recommend? <laughs> I mean, you could just watch Kickboxer. <laughs> I mean... But yes, I, I mean, would I, but I would recommend. You've seen it a hundred uh, times, watch something else, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm fine. Yeah, no, I, I would definitely recommend at least one watch. Yeah. How about you, babe? Yes. I really, really enjoyed it. Like, they've done a lot of reboots of, like, like, 80s action things, and I'd say this is one of the more successful. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, it, I, I, I liked it. Like, it was, it, it's basically, the, obviously, the exact same story as the original Kickboxer, just, you know, now JCVD's the master, and Elaine Moosey's an incredible fucking athlete. And, oh my and God. Dave Bautista... Better yeah. than I was expecting. I'm not going to lie. I hadn't really seen I, him much I before. I really this. enjoyed him, actually, as as quiet as he was. I, yeah. I enjoyed his character. You know, just like the literally the strong, silent type, and it worked for him. Yeah, and guys, I, I'm yeah. gonna throw it out here now. I recommend the sequel, uh, Kickboxer Retaliation, where yeah. uh, Kurt goes up against the mountain from Game of Thrones. Oh, don't don't worry, Steve. I'm already ordering it. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> And uh, Dimitri Lagathesis, uh, let's uh, let's get that kickboxer Armageddon going. Woo! Oh, that's right. Mike Tyson shows up in the sequel. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, that's right. And, and uh, Christopher Lambert, I think too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. this is gonna be good. We found out Mike Tyson doesn't know how to throw a half punch. That's right. <laughs> really? He just straight up. Mike Tyson's just straight up punching Elaine Moosey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, highly Beautiful. recommend. Beautiful. Um, yeah, I guess on that note, uh, we'll take a quick commercial break. Oh, but when we come back, do we have some fun facts, more beer, and Ooh. what we learn from Kickboxer, Retail, uh, fuck, Vengeance! <laughs> Colon <laughs> Vengeance! Colon Vengeance! <laughs> fix that, Steve! <laughs> yeah, fix it in post, Steve. <laughs> Kickboxer, Vengeance! There's so many podcasts out there. How do I find the one for me? For so long, I've searched for podcasts all over, but none of them seem to fit my needs. Where's my Nick Cage pissing fire podcast? Where's my monkey tickling? I couldn't find it anywhere until I found everything I learned from movies podcast with Stephen Izzy. And now I get to hear about all the monkey tickling I want, baby. So many podcasts out there are all talk and no Congo. That's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. Greatest living actor? Nicolas Cage, of course. That's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. One-liners, plot holes, gratuitous boobies? Fun fact, that's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. See if everything I learned from movies is right for you at E-I-L-F Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon. Free on all the major podcatchers. I love the smell of movies in the morning. There's no feeling in podcasts! There's no feeling in podcasts! This podcast will be quite operational when your friends subscribe. 
feels. Real feels. Not the feels! Not the feels! Out of all the podcasts I've encountered, Real Feels was the most human. Hey, it's Drew. And Nathan. And Jack. Hey guys, and we're the Real Feels Podcast. We come to you every other Wednesday with a brand new movie of a different genre every single time. So make sure to catch us on iTunes, Podbean, and any other podcatcher out there. You're the realist. And the feelist. Come to yeha. He left his home in America to the streets of Hong Kong and conquered all challengers at Kumite. Then he mastered cybernetic robotics on himself. These make me more powerful, more faster. He was also named world's greatest lover seven years in a row before retiring, then devised a simple cocktail that cured cancer. The secret is the right mix of Brennevin, coconut water, and blue carousel. He was revered as a god, and every earthly desire was bestowed upon the champion. President Dukes, your hot tub is prepared for your state of the world address. We have found technology that gave us limitless energy from our sense of self-worth. World peace by all major religion now worshipping Amazon Prime and its incredible offerings and benefits and cured world hunger by making insect protein taste like bacon and eggs. Everything is incredible. But now one challenger has appeared to destroy everything himself. I have come from the future to end yours. My god, he's your exact double, but twice the size. And who knows how much stronger. Is that a rocket in his pants or some sort of ICBM defense system? Jesus, Harold and Kumar Christ. Even his splits can do splits. There's simply no defense against that. Mr. President, we must negotiate a treaty with you from the future. No, no treaty, no retreat, no surrender. I'm gonna kick that son of a bitch ass so hot that the next me wannabe is gonna feel it. Wait, is that right? Whoop-a! 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 This is the most incredible final fight ever! What? Now they're going through the walls and are fighting in the streets! Ooh, that Ford Transit just got crushed and split in half. That's some serious Van Damage. Jean-Claude Van Damme. And Jean-Claude Van Damme. In his Academy Award nominated role based on about a truest story of blood sports You can never beat me. Ha! You're wrong. I beat myself twice a day. Double dudes. Hey, Stephen Izzy, it's your old pal Mark Summers from the Nickelodeon Days, Double Dare, and many other shows. But uh, I'm here to say everything I learned from movies is unbelievable. What a great job you guys have done. Please tell me you don't feed Twinkies to the cats. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve, those are the greatest ads that have added in the history of adding. Oh, she said it. You get better every week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, I don't know about you guys. I'm a little thirsty. I'm wildly sober because that last beer yeah. was disappointing. Oh, so fucking sober. Uh, luckily, I've got the cure for that. <laughs> oh, shit. In honor of our our villain, Bautista, 
We have Epic Brewing's Big Bad Baptista. No, I don't know. Uh, Big Bad Baptist in the rye, an imperial stout aged exclusively in rye whiskey barrels with coffee and cocoa, uh, cacao added. Not coconut. Coconut. Uh, let's see. 12.4% alcohol by volume. Here we go. Oh, we got something on the side here. <clears throat> Life is a game, boy. Life is a game that only plays according to the rules. J.D. Salinger. Okay. Ooh. Epic strayed away from the beaten path on this brew by aging in 100% rye barrels. Rye barrels add unique peppery notes and deep, earthy tones to a big, bad Baptist. Come and throw the rye. Okay. And uh, Does I it guess. say what a release this is, or is this just the general release? Uh, let's see if there's an expiration date on this guy. Um... Oh, 2021 release. There we go. 12.4%. All right. Oh, from the Denver one. Hey, Denver Brewery Epic Brewery. Hey. And uh, my top. Oh, his top. Nice. And the poor. Did did you want some, babe? Oh, okay. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up and turn on and tap it. Holy shit. This is a black beverage. Light cannot pass through this, even in the poor. Wow. This has a gorgeous dark khaki colored head. Lots of medium sized bubbles dissipating quickly, probably because of the alcohol content. Dissipating quickly due to the alcohol content. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Has a Mm. like very dark roasty notes like coffee. It also has a little bit of like a Maliar note on it, like almost a little bit of like meaty. Yeah, yeah, you definitely get like a nice little savory yeah wow that is delicious it's like yeah you get a little, mm. little bit of like coffee and chocolate and stuff but yeah you're salivating like you got a little steak or something yeah and that sounds wow, weird, weird but it's really delicious yeah it's fucking delicious mm. good old uh rye whiskey uh with a uh, big bad baptist in the rye from epic brewing check it out <sighs> sorry <clears throat> Real. Sorry, let me let that dog out again. Who let the dog out? Woof, woof, woof. Yeah, it's it's the time when he's just like, pay attention to me. I want to be outside, but I want to be inside. That's where you are. Why won't you love me? <clears throat> All right, we got like two minutes. Get this. No, skin. <laughs> this drew him heart out. No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> just because the dog. Top this off. <laughs> the boss of me. Right. Do it. But... <laughs> Do it, bitch. All right. Pour, 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 pour. There we go. Yeah. All right. Um, would either of you be interested in any fun facts? Only if they're fun facts. Super fun facts. Because they're fun, fun facts. Uh, Steve, you're damn right I am. You're Van Dam right I am. Yeah, dad jokes, dad jokes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Rotten Tomatoes. Drew, what do you think the critics thought of Kickboxer colon Vengeance? Ooh, I'm gonna say 32%. Is he? Oh, I don't think the critics are on board for this. First off, the critics don't like action movies in general. And second, they really don't like remakes of anything. And third, this is a remake of an action movie. So (laughs) as much as I hate it, I'm going to go with the uh, super generous 17%. 
41% with the critics, Good. 44% with the audience. Yeah. You okay, yeah, you want to know why? Close. I think I think Batista brought like at least 20% of that. <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, that's why you sign him. <laughs> yeah. You get him on there. At, at the time Gina Carano was the, you know, indie darling and <laughs> mm. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> 10 million dollar budget. Worldwide gross, $287,779. Yeah, kind of a floppity flop. Hong Kong filmmaker Stephen Fung, uh, who since did uh, Into the Badlands and Wu Assassins, if you check out those series, was to have made his Hollywood directorial debut. However, he left production the weekend before shooting was to begin. Uh, so they brought in John Stockwell. There you go. Hmm. Uh, Tony Jaa was set to play Chen Chao, Kurt Sloan's mentor, but he had to drop out due to scheduling conflict. Holy shit! Tony Jaa could have been uh, Durand, basically. Wow. Um, and, but uh, yeah, of course he was replaced by Jean Claude Van Damme, who played Kurt Sloan in the original Kickboxer, nineteen eighty nine. Woo! Uh, yeah, we mentioned uh, the uh, Tong Po from the original Kickboxer was uh, that quick cameo in the prison. Scott Adkins was approached to play Eric Sloan, the older brother, what? but declined because he felt with a project like this, he wanted to showcase his own action skills. Makes sense. He's got mm-hmm. fucking Adkins. Yeah. Um, the role eventually went to Darren Shalavi, and this was, uh, as mentioned, it was Darren Shalavi's final film before his death. R.I.P. Hmm. Before Batista killed him. That's right. But <laughs> <laughs> He broke his coconut. <laughs> He plucked it from the tree. Anyway. So, but we've reached the most important part. <gasps> what did we learn from Kickboxer Vengeance? Oh, my. Uh, Drew, is our guest. Would you like to go first? Sure. I learned that if my brother ever wants to go off to Thailand to fight a Muay Thai master, I'm just going to fucking let him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good luck, dude. Let me know when there's a live feed. Yeah. Hashtag same. Steve? Would you let your brother uh, fight hey, a Muay Thai master? That, that's his choice. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Wait, his kids are grown, right? So I don't have to... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Go. No, no. How about you, babe? What'd you learn? <laughs> I learned that Steve will have his brother sign the paperwork that says his mother gets his children. Because... <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, I learned that sentient dolls can be actresses, too. <laughs> That's true. I learned, uh, love and Muay Thai don't mix. But... <laughs> They're like oil and water, babe. You have to add in a binder like mustard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also learned uh, 5,000 baht is about 144 bucks. <laughs> Probably not worth a bar fight, but hey, that's your thing. <laughs> if you were going to do it anyway, that might cover your bar tab. Hey. <laughs> well, Drew, thank you so much for joining us here on Everything I Learned from Movies. Um, I understand you also have a podcast? We do. Well, it's uh, myself, my friend Jack, and Nathan. We are on the Real Feels podcast. We uh, put out an episode every two weeks where we cover a different movie genre of a different kind with a movie to pair with it. Fortnightly. 
fortnightly. It's and it's just us, just you know, just loving film, kind of BSing and you know, talking trivia and you know what we notice, what we laugh at. We often go off on tangents. I mean, it's just fun. It's good stuff. Excellent. Where can we find that? Oh yes, uh, on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Search for the Real Feels Podcast. Up on Twitter at Real Feels Pod. And uh, yeah. Excellent. Uh, just one moment. I think the dog came down with a cat turd. God oh, damn it. Oh, no. You goddamn fecophile. You can find me pulling cat shit out of the dog's mouth everywhere. Steve, where can we find you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. That's on my wife, and you can find her at Untidy Venus on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all them shits. But check out untidyvenus.etsy.com. Uh, me? Oh, you can find me over on... <clears throat> excuse me. You can find me everywhere on all the major podcatchers under Everything I Learned from Movies. Or hit me up directly on Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon at E-I-L-F Movies. That's Everything, Everything I Learned from, from Movies. movies. Uh, one second. <laughs> I just love the one second. Yeah. <laughs> Meow. It voice carries Steve. It was perfectly timed. <laughs> it's, it's like the, the person listening, like, one second. No! Skip! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I guess until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And I'm Drew. And this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned from, from Movies. movies. Ah. Have a good night, everybody. Give me the go and hit this bitch. From here to the dope with a body blow, straight knocking them out. Cook, I'm not. In the game, but don't feel the pain. With the thoughts above everything. Mind going, I'll focus strain off the block when I got that thing. Blood sports, not feeling it. You all got to be feeling it. I live this shit. Day to day, it ain't one mic, so I'm feeling it. I told you once, you soldier. And all the time, I got colder, a bit colder. Now I'm knocking them out and smashing down this over. Don't you ever try to compete with a monster break you in pieces. Low pieces. Just straight to the point, don't mean to be facetious. I'm the king of all, and I'm pretty. From Town to town to get busy, bigger than empty. Cause everybody left trying to get with me. I get the hot.